You are now listening to The Widehorn Project. You know what it do, baby. We're back with episode 8 of The Widehorn Project. West Coast host Alec Palmer. How you doing, folks? Thanks for coming in and listening. We got our East Coast host. Bring us in, Dylan. What's your name? Alec, great to be here. Episode number eight. Can't believe we're already cruising through. What, that makes week four? We're like a month into this bitch at yeah. this point. Yeah. Crazy eights. Yeah. Crazy eights. It's wild. Uh, it, it's, wild. It's crazy to think that we've brought this thing back, mm-hmm. kicking, ready to go. Kicking. Uh, I got a good quote today. I really do. Can I ask you, when you're looking up your quotes, right, because I look up my quotes, what do you... Are you typing in the same three words that I do? Great <laughs> philosophical quotes. <laughs> I don't even include great. I just do philosophy quotes. And I just like <laughs> – I ping pong between like three or four different pages. That's yeah. great. That kind of ties us into our last episode of making it more simple and easy, just putting in two words instead of three. Philosophy quotes. I'm trying to figure out – <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to make it one, but we haven't gotten there yet. It's, if you just type <laughs> quotes in there's or just philosopher – yeah, you don't want to see some of the stuff that comes up. Philosophy quotes. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's the next hack I'm going to try out. Con- conjunction. Cool. All right, yeah. I will get us right right uh, into yeah, it get, here. Get us rolling. I yeah. want to hear this baby. So I got a good one, a spicy one. I like spicy. Stretching his hand up to reach the stars, too often man forgets the flowers at his feet. Jeremy Bentham. Can you repeat I don't... the first part again? Can you just repeat the whole thing again one more time? <laughs> Yeah, let me just press rewind on that. Stretching his hand up to reach the stars, too often man forgets the flowers at his feet. Jeremy Bentham. Apparently he's an English philosopher, not necessarily ancient Greek or Roman. So I like to just switch it up and have, you know, we did some Eastern stuff last week and now we've got some, we did a little John Locke in there a few weeks back. So, you know, we, we like we like to keep it, you know, yeah. fresh here at the Whitehorn Project. We do. We definitely do. What I think, think it's a good one. Always yeah. a good one. Oh, let's put it this way. We're not doing the episode if it's a shitty quote, so it's a good quote. Let's start it off like that. But I think – you know the song, It's the Climb by Molly Sarah? <laughs> yeah. Always got to be Something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it's just you got to appreciate what's around you too. You know, I mean, don't forget you, – yeah, you, you want to you reach what's out there. You want to you want to grasp you want to firmly grasp it in your hand. You do. You want to you you want to get what's out there. You reach for the stars, but you also don't want to forget about what's around you on the rise up. You know, it's the it's the journey, it's the climb. But that that's also kind of that's also kind of a an abstract way of thinking about it too. It's also the smaller things that are just in reality, right around you, in the now, in the present, living in the present. Mm-hmm. What, what were your thoughts? Why did you think this one was spicy? What brought what brought your uh, your attention to this quote? Yeah, so maybe spicy wasn't the best adjective to describe what I was thinking of when <laughs> I brought okay. this quote. It, it's more so illuminating. Uh, I think the reason I say that it, it was particularly – it struck a chord with me in particular was just because of the fact that so often I find with myself that I get up every day and I go through the motions and I work and I do whatever I got to do and I accomplish my daily tasks and then at the end of the day, I'm like, shit, I mean – it's great and all that I did what I needed to do and I, I feel good about it generally, but I also feel like maybe I left some stuff on the table or you know, I'm I'm not as satisfied right now, always kind of looking towards the future, towards a, a goal that's bigger or a life situation that's better. And mm-hmm. that's kind of sad. You don't really want to live that life or at least that's not the life that I always want to live. So no. I, I do practice 
forms of mindfulness and stuff to kind of bring me away from that. But in my opinion, one of the worst things that you could ever do is just take for granted what's around you and, and not appreciate the little things and, and the stuff that you do have because life is astronomically better uh, for most people than they even can comprehend, especially if you are privileged enough to listen to this podcast. It means yeah, that you've got a lot of things right there that you've got a lot of shit going for you. Right. You know, if exactly. you're on Apple podcast, if you're on Spotify, if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on the wide horn project at Instagram, <clears throat> subtle plug, then yeah, things are probably relatively good for you. But also to, to that point, we do, I think cloud ourselves and try to distract ourselves away from our, our real problems. So, yes, I, I do understand what you're saying in the sense that, like, you know, life is good if you break it down into terms of just, like, you know, are, are you lucky enough to be listening to this right now? Are you lucky enough to be able to, you know, turn this on and have electronics, whatever it might be? Yes, but I do think that it's definitely easier said than done. I think for too long now, we've been so accustomed to trying to get to this bigger and better and grander place that as a society we've kind of we we're kind of a little far gone it's not that not to say that we can't get back to that but it's going to take a little bit of time before collectively as a group i think that we can get back to enjoying the simpler things i don't know what are your what are your thoughts on that yeah you have a good take on it to me when i look at the last 14 15 months I'd, how could you not think about the flowers at your feet or what's around you? Like the whole mm -hmm. world basically pressed pause for mm -hmm. for a period of time. Yeah. And I and I it's of my belief that a lot of people took a look at what's around them, did some inventory on their own lives and realized, "Hey, I actually have a lot of really good things. There's people in my life that I didn't necessarily think about." Uh, there, there's situations in my life that are actually more fortunate than unfortunate that maybe I didn't have the right perspective on, you know, a year ago or whatever, what have you. So there's a lot of, I agree with what you're saying. And I think technology and the constant progression and improvement of life and the basics, the fundamentals, that stuff just gets mm -hmm. easier and easier and more owed to us. And I think that makes us a little bit greedy or a little bit less gracious about mm -hmm. a lot of the simple things and a lot of the simple pleasures that we're able to enjoy that let's be honest, a couple hundred years ago did not exist. People, yeah. people worked and did stuff because they needed to fulfill like a very pivotal role. Like I love my job. I think my job's important, but do I think that, you know, search engine optimizations and like technology for content is like going to stop people from eating or whatever. It might, it might have downstream effects in terms of the income that's derived from that work, mm -hmm. but it's not the same as going to the river and catching a fish is what I mean. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Thinking about it much more simple. I guess what I was trying to say before, just to kind of, just to continue on that thought train was just, I think that we have, we're, we're so, we live in we live in world a world that's just so congested with just noise, right? Just shit that just doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. And I think people like you and I, you know, doing in doing this podcast and being able to talk about it and bring light to this this kind of idea, yes, I mean, obviously we should be grateful. What I'm trying to say is is that it's just un, until somebody really brings it up and talks about it, yeah. or listens to it on a podcast or reads a quote about it, it's really hard to be grateful for the shit that you have in the moment. You have to remind yourself daily. So maybe that's something people can do more of, or maybe that that's maybe that's like an idea of just like a 
a gratefulness reminder. I don't know, like a yeah. diary or a log where you can just kind of like, hey, I'm grateful for this, three day, three things a day. Yeah, they have something like that. It's called the uh, – forget I forget exactly what it is, five-minute journal or something along those lines and you do – I used to actually do it. I did it for like 40 days or something and it yeah. was cool. I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a nice little practice and exercise to mm-hmm. start your day focused on what you're grateful for and all the good things that yeah. you have in your life. I think there's a lot of value in taking inventory on that stuff. A lot uh, of value for sure. I did it my senior year of college for like two months, uh, but I, but that's another thing too. It's like you just kind of kind of forget about it. What is something for you that you feel like you're almost endlessly striving? Is there anything that you're endlessly striving towards, or a goal that yeah. you feel that you're you're fixated on? That I think in, in the in the biggest in the biggest picture, I want to lead my life in a way that obviously sets me up for success. And what does success mean to me? It's being able to live in a way where I get to control my schedule. I get to appreciate the things that I want to appreciate in its most simple terms. And that's like relationships, Mm -hmm. being able to help people and having fun and laughing, right? Yeah. So being able to kind of, and I think I want to do that through business because I just enjoy being around people. I love the idea of sales. I love the idea of leadership. I love the idea of also networking in a couple different big companies, having an understanding of how this one was run, how this one was run, and now how I would take those two ideas and build that into a way Mm -hmm. that kind of brings it all together. I would like to do that business platform in entertainment because who doesn't love entertainment? And entertainment in the sense of like, maybe it's a conglomerate of media, podcasting, movies, you know, thinking mm-hmm. big, something like MGM, right? Maybe mm-hmm. own a casino or two, but agreed in that. <laughs> Maybe. But, but no, but seriously, I think that that's kind of, kind of the way that I want to gear my life is just to kind of being able to have that time freedom and having different multiple streams of income. But why, why do you ask? What is, do you have a specific? Well, so I sort of asked you that question to then set you up for the follow-up, which, oops, my headphones just disconnected, so give me a second there. They're I don't know. Us. Yeah, I, I think I think my microphone's fine, but my your, audio your my audio definitely <laughs> cut out on my end. Uh, so I wanted to set you up for the next more difficult question, which is, sure. do you feel that the pursuit of that goal, that vision that you have, sometimes clouds your ability to enjoy or appreciate what you do have in the little things or your life circumstance right now in the moment? It's a hard question. That's a a really tough question because that's kind of like most times you hear, are you enjoying the process and that you should enjoy the process to get to where you want to be. But are you saying that like, it's therefore taking away from the things that are happening around me? I think. Does your fixate like I guess what I'm trying to get at is do you yeah. find yourself fixated on a future goal or or, or mm. that future idea as a goal to the point that it actually is a detriment on your enjoyment of like your day to day your week to week what we would consider the non exciting like the the, yeah. the the negligible hours or days so to speak where nothing really exciting happens yeah. <clears throat> no I'll t- and I'll tell you why because I've always just been I've always just been a person that's that's been like a viewer, right, or an observer, right. Mm-hmm. I've I've always been so curious. My mom always said, like, Alec, you're so curious, right. And I think that that's just a testament to just me kind of always analyzing what's around me too, and just kind of trying to remember it because I've had a lot of great things happen in my life. 
You know, like, I'm the first person in my family to actually, from, a, like, a big Italian-American family, to actually, like, pick up my shit and like, go somewhere. Yeah. So I don't take that for granted in and of itself. So I do try to remind myself of that. Now, of course, do I go through the motions and get caught up in work and, like, have this big, grander vision? Yes, but on a small-scale term, I, I do proactively try to be mindful of what is around me outside of the pursuit of what I'm trying to do. What about you? What's your thought on that? Yeah, I mean, the reason That's I asked... a loaded question, so i got to turn the tables on you. Well, the reason I asked you the question is because, to be quite honest, this is something I struggle with really, really frequently. It's this consistent battle between the idea that where you're going justifies a lot of the suffering and a lot of the bullshit that you endure in the short term, right? It's like, it's delayed gratification, which I think we've talked about before, but it's also this side. There's also this paradox of, but you also should be enjoying it. So, and you shouldn't let like where you're going, stop you from like enjoying the process to get there. So for mm -hmm. me, it's a constant struggle of, cause that's also the thing that fuels self-improvement or, or, yeah. or, you know, because you have to be really real about where you're at in a moment and you also should have something to strive towards. Otherwise mm -hmm. you're just walking in, uh, you're just walking aimlessly. There's no end mm -hmm. goal. So it gives me a lot of anxiety and being somebody who is already by nature, like an, an overthinker and an overanalyzer, I need to take a step back away from that thing and say, hey, look, like today is May 26th. You know, this is, it's a Wednesday. Like, I need to be in this moment. And I've actually yeah. done a lot of work on that and it's helped me to get to that. But so to answer your question, no, like I, it's not, it's not something that for me, hinders my day-to-day -day enjoyment anymore but it is something that i have to battle to keep that way otherwise i will yeah. fall into it no I, I i think that makes sense too look i'm not i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like oh every fucking day i'm like oh happy go lucky like you know i'm, I'm enjoying the present moment but i'm also right. i've also got this vision in mind like that's that's not fucking true like tomorrow's <laughs> my birthday and like i want to be able to go out like i'm not worried about my vision you know right, right, right. i mean i am a little bit but like anyways I guess what the point that I'm trying to say is, is that I think that I try to make a conscious effort to be like grateful for what's in front of me because I know where I've been and where I want to go. You yeah. know, I think understanding what you, where you've already been, where you want to go, and then just kind of like being okay with what happens in the middle if, as long as you're working hard, right? So yeah, I, no, it's a loaded I, question. That's a really hard – it's probably the hardest question you've asked me on the podcast. Well, it's a question I pose to everybody else that's listening too. And the reason that I pose it again is just because of this idea that – at the end of the day, we all are going through the motions or we're trying to avoid going through the motions, but we're getting up and we're doing a bunch of things. We're having a bunch of thoughts. We should be trying our best to enjoy every second that we can doing everything that we're doing, regardless of if it's work or if it's play, because getting caught up, you're, you're never going to reach the, like the future doesn't actually exist, right? The future doesn't exist. The past really doesn't exist. It's just what's happening concurrently in the present. So it's great to have goals and aspirations, but don't get too caught up in that. So I pose that to everybody else that's out there. Like sure. do your best to try and, and push that stuff, not away or ignore it, but don't let it have an impact on your ability to just like handle the stuff that you need to. Now, let me throw another curveball at you. So yes, completely agree. Live in the moment. Appreciate what's going on around you. Don't forget about the flowers at your feet, right? Mm -hmm. But 
and I think that we already know the answer to this, and it, it's probably just to continue to enjoy your life where it is and where it stands right now. But just to think about it in this kind of term, is it worth it to put your head down and just fucking grind so that way 15 years from now you can be at the financial levels that you want to be at, or, or less? I mean, I'm throwing out an arbitrary right. number of 15. I would love to be retired in five years, which I think I can do if as long as I set my mind to it, I get 20 more streams of income, but I'll figure that out later. <laughs> long story short, what I'm trying to say is, is – is it worth it to put your head down and grind so that you can have financial freedom? You can have freedom of time, you know, and then actually and be able to enjoy every moment. Or, well, I, I don't know. And now that as I propose that question, I'm thinking about it too because it's like, well, what happens when you get there? What what do you want to do next? You know, like what's the next goal? Then the goal shouldn't just end. I don't know, man. These quotes kind of sometimes just fuck you up sometimes, man. So, Alec, I'm going to I'm gonna close this episode of the podcast with this one statement. There's going to be no sure. debate. It's literally just going to be this statement and then end. So I want you to end it, okay? All right. Somebody said, if you were given the choice between youth and money, what would you choose? Pretty much everybody would choose youth because money can always be attained. There's always a way to, to engineer it, but youth can never be taken back. And you can ask any rich person that probably exists. I bet you they'd trade a good chunk or most of their money to go back in time and be young again. I'll leave yeah. you with that. You leave me with that. We'll leave our listeners with that. We'll leave the viewers with that. We appreciate you having you guys on here, White Horn Gang. Thanks to our Horn members, our Horn host, Dylan. Appreciate having you here on the Horn Gang, the Wide Horn Project podcast. It's always a pleasure to have you here, sir. We're looking forward to dropping a couple more episodes next week. Be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern. Sometimes episodes get dropped differently because of technical difficulties, but we'll work on that. Other than that, Dylan, you want to take us home? You said it best, my man. Everybody out there, appreciate your love and support. Take care. We'll see you soon.